Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November under the theme As Soon As Zion Travelled. Venue, Porter City Mutual Prom Prom. Morning, afternoon and evening sessions with Prophet Nanase Opukusakodie. Said that the all-nighter, what enters you determine what exits you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the tongue will speak. So what enters you determine what exits you. Make a tree good and eat fruit to be good. Make a tree evil and eat fruit to be evil. <laughs> Jesus said a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And so what enters you determine what exits you. And I went ahead to say that God is not just a presence. God is a person with a presence. Hallelujah. God is a person with a presence. His presence is a proof of his person. So when you sense the presence, it's a proof that his person is around. This morning, I want to talk about the benefit of staying in his presence. And look at somebody and say, you need God's presence. You need God's presence. Amen. You need God's presence. The absence of the presence of God is the presence of trouble. Amen. You need the presence of God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to give you some benefit of understanding his presence. Amen. God's presence is very crucial for your survivor. The presence of the Lord. The third person of the Godhead. I will just come in from them, the certain dimension. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. It's not an air. The Holy Spirit is a person. Amen. That is why I told you that God is not just a presence. Because if you just come to the place and conclude it's a presence, then you miss his person. He's a person with a presence. And I told you that the back is not the dog. And the quack is not the dark. So when you hear whoa, 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 that is not the dog. It's a sign. That sound is a sound that the dog is somewhere. So the presence is a proof of his person. So anytime you come to church and you hear a pastor say that I sense the presence of the Lord, it means that his person is around. Amen. And you need his presence to survive. Jesus taught. In fact, I love what Moses said. There was a time God went to Egypt to deliver the people of Israel out of bondage from slavery. And the Bible said, when they um, come to a place, they rebel against God, they disobey him, they did some things, provoke him. And the Lord said, well, the way you are misbehaving and your attitude, I don't want to go with you because you move me to do something that I will regret. So I'm not going to go with you. I will let an angel go with you. I'm going to release one of my angels to go with you. And Moses said, no, then we are going to stay here. We are not going to we respect the angel. We honor the angel. We, we like their, their warfare attitude. We know that they can deal with anything we can't deal with. But if your presence will not go with us, that means that God's presence cannot be compared to all the angels in heaven. So, God's presence is a proof that he is with you. And Moses said, if your presence is not going with us, then we are not going. We need your presence to go with us. Wherever you are going, if God's presence is not there, you stand the chance of failing. Because the presence is the, is the only, eh, 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 what, do, what do we call it? It's the only proof that your enemies are going to stay away from you. The devil cannot come in where God's presence is. Once God's presence is with you, Satan stay away. One day when the devil went to Job's house and saw a presence, he called it a hedge. So the presence is your covering. The presence is your security. I'm going to give you some of the things that the presence can do for you. The presence is where all kinds of breakthroughs will happen. Somebody say presence. Acts chapter 2 and verse number 2. 
let me take you out in a journey and suddenly there came a sound from heaven they came what a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind that means god is coming down and it filled the house where they were sitting suddenly they came a sound somebody say a sound so his presence comes with all kinds of things then the bible says suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind uh, that was the first permanent appearance of the holy spirit as chapter 2 and verse number 1 and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were with one accord in one place and suddenly and suddenly there came a sound from heaven somebody say a sound from heaven it did not come from your hometown it came from heaven the sound did not come from the palace it came from heaven so i said his presence is the proof of his person are you with me or you've gone home on the day of pentecost after 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 ascension of jesus back to heaven jesus says something in john chapter 14 verse 16 <laughs> that is after he ascended to heaven this is where he spoke before the day of pentecost happened so in john chapter number 14 and verse number 16 was the promise jesus made concerning the holy spirit and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever so that is the permanent arrival of the holy ghost on earth when the spirit of the lord was coming down the permanent arrival jesus said that and i will pray the father i will ask the father and he will give you another comforter who oh, another another i am a comforter but another one is coming palacritos a type of my own kind the only difference between me and him is that i can be in one place at a time but he will be at this oh goodness he will be this everywhere at the same time so the benefit we have is that the holy ghost here is in america is in china is in everywhere so his presence covers all over the world and i will pray the father and he will give you another comforter so when you have the holy ghost when you have god's presence you have comfort well there seems to be two distinct pictures of the presence of god when you read the bible very carefully hallelujah the universal presence of god refers to the omnipresent of god we said the omnipresent we have the omnipotent he has all power omniscient me he will live forever but the omnipresence is a proof of his presence that covers the whole world the universal presence of god refers to the omnipresence of god psalm 139 and verse number eight if i ascend unto the heaven thou art there if i make my bed in hell behold thou art there so david was saying that wherever i go go to the next verse let me see something huh if i take wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea you will still be there so whether he's in the sea whether he's in the air wherever you go he said that wherever i go your presence is there now you may not see him physically but you feel his presence and that is why i said that his presence is the proof of his person so don't just end up that when we say i sense the presence of god and you begin to feel a cool air god is not an air no are you getting what i'm talking about he is a person how do i know he's a person he has feelings how do i know he's a person he can be offended how do i know he's a person he can be joyful how do i know he's a person he can be grief he can be grief and grief not the holy spirit of god whereby you are sealed until the day of redemption 
so his presence is a proof of his person anytime you are worshiping in your room and you suddenly feel some like a footsteps and some warm groom and some kind of uh, goose pimples around me it means that the presence means that his person is there that means he has come around that means he has come around and once he comes around i promise you you will never be the same again because nobody encounter his presence and be the same again are you with me or you've gone home Psalm 139 verse 7 let's read from verse 7 first hallelujah whether shall i go from thy spirit or whether shall i free from thy presence oh my goodness if i ascend unto the heaven thou art there if i make my bed in hell behold thou art there so isn't it interesting that god is in hell that means that no place hinders him because he created he created everything he can go anywhere he can walk to hell he can walk to the heaven he is everywhere at, he is everywhere nothing intimidates him are you getting what i'm talking about nothing intimidates god nothing intimidates him nothing shocks him amen he doesn't get surprised by, by anything he is not afraid of the devil because he's the one who created him so the devil is not your problem the devil is not your problem the devil is not your problem there is somebody who can take care of your enemies because he created everything he owns everything hallelujah oh i love what the book of Corinthians paul wrote up huh he said visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions, principality all things are for him and he owns everything visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities and powers all things are for him so god owns everything including you yourself you cannot just live anyhow and think that you own yourself god owns everything amen hallelujah so let me take you in the journey now the benefit of god's presence number one huh? your focus is corrected in the presence of god the benefit of his presence your focus is corrected in his presence so once you, you develop the attitude of coming to his presence your focus will be corrected the holy spirit impact confidence in you some uh, some 73 i'm reading from verse number one to three hallelujah your focus is going to be correct corrected every failure can be traced to a broken focus so once you are failing it means that there was a place that you got distracted so when you send them you say greet no man on the way that means let no man divert your focus every failure can be traced to a broken focus they will tell the athletes that once you are running don't look back it means that don't be distracted every failure if the marriage fails somebody broke his focus if the ministry fails, somebody's focus was broken every failure can be traced to a broken focus his presence is what corrects your focus huh? truly god is good to israel even to such as are of a clean heart watch this watch this but as for me my feet were almost gone and my steps has well near sleep i have almost slipped out i'm almost getting out of where god has ordained for me to be go to the next verse and let me see what the bible is saying now huh? for i was envious at the foolish and i saw the prosperity of the wicked i was envious of the foolish in his presence your focus will be corrected why should we be envious of somebody who is a fool for i was envious at the foolish when i saw the prosperity of the wicked it means that there are many people sitting in church when they see wicked people prospering they envy them and the lord said that when you envy the fool you become one yourself 
What happened to Jabedav at that one? That's why I've been telling you. I don't care what anybody has. If he's not in Christ, his prosperity is useless. You can only enjoy what you have in Christ. Are you with me or you've gone home? Now, huh? are you getting what I'm talking about? Go to the next verse and look at something. Huh? For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. All these things were troubling David. All these things were troubling. They are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. So you can sometimes see why unbelievers are not sick, but you are sick. Why unbelievers are prospering? Why this person is prospering? You are not the first person. What's happening to David? I'm preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Watch this. Therefore, pride compass them about as a chain. Violent cover them as a garment. Because sometimes when they wake up and they feel they are strong, they go to drink. They chase women. They do all kinds of things. And David was troubled about that. Why are all these people doing all kinds of things? We do something little. God is punishing us. And these people are doing something and they are just surviving. So I became envious of the prosperity of the fool. Keep going. Let me tell you something. Hallelujah. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could waste. All these things were troubling David. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppressing. They speak loftily. All these things. They set their mouth against the heavens. And their tongue walk through the earth. And all these things God doesn't punish them. I promise you something. Therefore, his people returned hither, and waters of full cup are, 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 are run out, out to them. Watch this. And they say, how that God know? And is there knowledge in the most high? They ask all kinds of stupid questions. Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. <laughs> Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. Who, for all the day long, I have been plagued and chastened every morning. He was comparing his troubles to what is happening. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I shall offend against the generation of thy children, Jesus Christ. Uh, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Uh -huh, until until i went to the sanctuary of god then i understood their end in the presence of god your focus will be corrected so he came to church and he said no 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 i've mixed it i've mixed it because these people has an end and the end is disastrous before a child of god you will put your hands together for jesus so that is the key word there that is the key word there verse number three verse number three and verse number 16 and 17 i want to pick that again pick me verse number three for i was envious at the at the foolish i was envious at the foolish i was envious at the foolish and go back to the new living translation and look at something are you getting what i'm talking about huh for i envy the proud when i saw them prosper despite their wickedness i envy them some of you are envying all kinds of people walking around all kinds of people i don't care what they have if the money you don't get it right you will not enjoy it right yeah. i don't care what you have that is why i will not envy anybody whether you are in politics or business when you are stealing the curse of the lord will be in your house because it's in the bible the scriptures cannot be broken i said the scriptures cannot be broken i said the scriptures cannot be broken Huh? verse number 16 go down to verse number 16 watch this this is david's problem so i try to understand why the wicked prosper how many of you have thought about that yeah some of you envy all kinds of people around you you envy people in your in your office who don't go to church and sometimes you feel like you don't want to go to church 
Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read it very well. You see all kinds of people, you want to be like them. They steal, so you are tempted to steal. They chase people's husband, you want to copy it. David had a problem with that. You are not the first person. In the presence of God, your focus is corrected. David said, I was envious about the prosperity of the fool. After the prosperity of the ungodly, they do wickedly, but they prosper. He said that, so I tried to understand why the wicked prosper, but what a difficult task it is. I love this one. I tried to understand, trying to figure out why are these people prospering? That is why some, some young girls can be in a church and go out to people who are not born again. They are trying to prove a point. They don't understand why the wicked prosper. But that particular answer was given at church. Verse number 17. David came to Porter City. David was at the revival meeting. Then I went into the sanctuary of God. I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. He never understood it until he came to church. So in the presence of the Lord, your focus will be corrected. Your focus will be corrupted. It will be corrected. God will correct your focus. Your, your, your mentality will change. Your state of mind. Your stinking thinking will be eliminated. I want to say that again. Your stinking thinking. The thinking that is smelling. God will spray some perfume on it. Well, because all kinds of things are happening. I'm telling you something. Why was David troubled about that? Babylon can wrap it. And put wraps around it. And present it to be good. Until you open the wrapper. Mm. when they initiate you to all kinds of secret society they don't give you the details ah i have come that you have life and have it more abundant say yes jesus i have come that you have life and have it more abundant i have come that you have life and have it more abundant that is exactly what the master said i have come that you have life nothing can be compared to having jesus everything is in jesus and jesus is in everything if you have jesus you have everything That is why all this attack of the devil that he released what I call anti-church virus. Coronavirus is anti-church virus. All kinds of viruses has come. But this is the virus that doesn't want you to come to church. Because you don't have to come to church so that your focus will not be corrected. Once you are not in church, your focus will not be corrected. It will never be corrected. Once you are not in church, your focus will never be corrected. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Ah, your focus will never be corrected today i read something very interesting by uh, something something some general from the u.s uh, uh, this wall street general or something and the newspapers and one professor put it there that after 16 years of study they realized a woman women who go to church live longer i read it it's a woman who go to church they live longer they live longer now this is an unbeliever who have done a study and it's after we studied for 16 years we, we, we came to the conclusion that they stand the chance of being free from stress they stand the chance of being free from depression yeah. and nervous breakdown yeah. and they realize that when they start doing their studies all the people that have nervous breakdown mental problems and all kinds of things none of them go to church and they find it difficult to say anybody go to church who have those kind of troubles because in the presence of god your focus will be corrected if you are clapping for jesus you will remember you Thank you. Glory be to God. I say if you are clapping for Jesus, you will remember. Mm. Hallelujah. Number two. Can I give you another one? The presence of God will bring you repentance. Write it down. 
the presence of God will bring you what? That means that in his presence, repentance will occur. You cannot repent in a stadium. What you are watching Chelsea versus Arsenal, you cannot repent there. God's presence brings conviction. So where does conviction come? God's presence. His presence brings what? Conviction. Your focus decides your feeling. What you look at determines what you feel. Your focus decides your feeling. When I said, when I said, when I said, Saddam will say, the feeling different from when I say Jesus. So your focus determines your feeling. Hallelujah. What you watch determines how you feel. Are you getting it? The kind of woman you are watching will determine what will run through your heart. Your focus determines your feeling. What did I say now? His presence brings repentance. So most people get born again in the presence of God. It's either a crusade in a church. They came there. They probably wanted to chase a chorister. But as the word of God was coming, it corrected them. So in his presence, conviction takes place. You become convinced of your sin. And your, your conviction leads you to repentance. Hallelujah to Jesus. Are you alive? Amen. A better clapping can lead to a better word. Hallelujah. In his presence. All this thing happens in his presence. So in his presence you have conviction. You wanted to beat your wife after church. But in his presence conviction came. When you heard the word of God. That is why I am amazed about people who come to church. And get to the place of offense. And offense is not corrected. It's a sign that you probably were not born again. Because when the Holy Ghost is in you. It brings conviction. Mm. The Holy Ghost brings conviction. Nobody can let you feel bad like God. His presence will correct the way you think. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So there is something you plan to do after church. You stop doing it. You had a date with somebody's husband, but when the word of God came, conviction came and he said, No, no, this thing is not my portion. I don't have to do this thing to this woman. Because that conviction came because you were in his presence. You were in his presence. May you, the devil never deny you from coming to the presence of the Lord. Ah, the presence of the Lord always has, has effect on the ungodly. The presence of God has effect on the ungodly. Ha. Mark people who carry a spirit of strife. Mark people who carry a spirit of offense. Mark people who carry the spirit of bitterness. Mark people who carry the spirit of unforgiveness. Psalm 68 and verse number 2. Wow. Psalm 68 and verse number 2. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melted before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Let the wicked perish at the presence of God. There is something about his presence. There is something about his presence. There is something about his presence. The presence of God always has an effect on the ungodly. The presence of God has an effect on the ungodly. Once you are not living the right life, the presence of God will have effect on your life. The presence of God enables you to see the end result of your present decision to serve God. The presence of God enables you to see the end result of your present decision to serve God. So, this is, a, this is why you had opportunity to receive a prophecy. In his presence, God gives you prophetic word. 
and prophecy has to do with your future i'm going to bless you i'm going to give you good marriage say yes the lord i am going to establish my covenant with you and bless you so look at the prophetic word genesis chapter 12 and verse number one the lord said to abraham get thee out of your country now the lord has said to abraham so god is directly prophesying to abraham and he said get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that i will show you unto a land that i will and i will bless and i will make of thee a great nation and i will bless thee and make thy name great abraham has never taken a step but right from the decision to come to the presence of god and serve god his future has been determined so the presence help you to see the end results of the god you are serving now yeah. that is why i told you that i have more confidence in tomorrow than today and because he lives i can face tomorrow because he lives off here is gone that means that you don't have to know what tomorrow holds you must know who holds tomorrow and as long as you are with the one that holds tomorrow your tomorrow is guaranteed give the lord a better clap of it so that is the benefit of we serving the lord that is the benefit we have in serving the lord it brings us to the place of hope hope has to do with the future and that is why you need hope to connect your faith to get a miracle ha! a hopeless life is a helpless life if the devil wants to launch a, 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 a destructive mixer on your life he takes away your hope and once your hope is taken away you enter what is called despair hopelessness and then you come to the place and once you are hopeless encouragement does not change you once you are hopeless you will see what is good and not accept it a hopeless person will always make the wrong decision once you are hopeless you will even see a, a beautiful blue colored chorister that is a young girl that can give you i mean all kinds of pleasure and hope in the future but hopelessness will not let you see that is why all these guys see you but they don't marry you because they are some of them are hopeless they are hopeless they are hopeless what a joy is to have a small toyota corona toyota camry sitting and driving with a young girl wearing blue with a red uh, band on the back, sitting by your side to come to church and sing it gives you hope in the future are you getting it it's a blessing for your wife to come to church with you for your husband to come to church with you and two of you are talking and you are playing my tape in the car i will make of thee a great nation i will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing do you know the reason we serve god it guarantees our future no because the god we serve is too faithful to fail so the presence of god enables you to see the end result of the present decision to serve god the end result of the present decision look at ezekiel chapter 18 verse number four i'm preaching mm -hmm. ezekiel chapter 18 verse number four huh? behold all souls are mine as the soul of the father so is the soul of the son huh? it's mine the soul that seen it it shall die now this is in response to ezekiel do you remember the ezekiel so ezekiel chapter 5 lamentation chapter 5 verse 7 say the israelite came to go to complain say our fathers have give me the niv version it will come out very it will come out very well our fathers sin and are not and are no more we are we and we bear their punishment so the israelite came to god and say the punishment you are giving us is not so this has to do with generational cases so they came to the place to say that our fathers has made a mistake but instead of you punish them they die and we are the one paying the punishment 
and god responded through the prophet in the book of ezekiel chapter 18 are you getting it hallelujah let's read from verse number one now you come from the word of the lord came and the word of the lord came to me again saying so it has come to me at this a second time huh what do you people mean by quoting this proverb about the land of israel that the fathers ate so grapes and the children's teeth are at its on edge so god responded to the lamentation and god came out and said what me this thing that you are talking about that you people are doing as surely as i live declares that the sovereign lord you will no longer call this proverb in israel again from now it's not going to happen so that is where we step in and say what are you going to do and look at look at what god said for every living soul belongs to me the father as well as the son he said from that particular point god told that generation that both alike belong to me the soul we sin is the one that will die or the soul that sin is the one that will punish i am not going to allow your father's sins to come to you i'm going to punish your fathers for their sin and i'm going to punish you too for your sin go to the next verse and look at something hallelujah suppose there is a righteous man who does what is just and right huh he does not eat at the mountains mountain shrines or look to the idols so the whole thing was about idol worship the whole thing was about idol worship and god said i'll punish the father if they serve idols and i'll punish the son that serve idols if the father serve me i will bless them if they serve me and their son refuse to serve me i'll punish the son that's what god said hallelujah the presence of god gives you that hope and bring you to the place where it enables you to see the end result of the decision to serve god in this present time somebody say amen to jesus christ amen. write this one down and that's why the presence of god is critical to your spiritual life the presence of god is very critical to your spiritual life the price of god's presence is time the price of god's presence is time there is a price tag on God's presence and that price is what? Time. The main point I want to make is that the presence of God is critical to your what? Spiritual life. The presence of God is critical to your spiritual life. Once you make the decision to come to the presence of God, it's very critical to your, to your spiritual life. And I say that the price of God's presence is time. That means that if you want to enjoy his presence, make time for him. The price for his presence is time. There is a price tag on God's presence. There have never been any revival when people didn't make time for God. In the history of the move of God, they have never. Now listen to me, Osofo. For the Holy Ghost to arrive on earth, the disciples were in the upper room. And they stay there they stay there they tarry in his presence the price of his presence is time if you don't have time you wait upon the lord it's not that those of us fasting we don't have time or we have nothing to do the difference between us and you is that you don't want to pay time you don't want to pay the price of time to enjoy his presence there is a charismatic pastor a bishop um, uh, who God has used to raise striving church and he has a message called lingering anointing and he said hanging around he said to him it's wrong to come to church and be in hurry to go home he said you must hang around 
because the lingling anointing is around hang around talk to people enjoy let somebody enjoy your blessing speak to somebody encourage somebody because some of you go to parties and stay there some of you go to discourse and stay around some of you go to the office and after even the office hours is closed you stay for 30 minutes you close from church you walk straight to your car you go back without telling somebody oh, how are you it's a long time i still without making friends people can be in church for 10 years they don't have a friend until something bad happened to them then they begin to look at they couldn't come and visit you sometimes things happen to people that all of us are not aware why because they never pay price to spend time in his presence and because they don't spend time look at the kind of church god has given to you look at the atmosphere you have to have your church you can have a place to sleep you can have a place to wait upon Allah. can you imagine people travel from australia to come and stay here but you have never stayed here the familiarity spirit that catches israel the people of nazareth that they couldn't see miracles it has never ended i saw something one nigerian man of god came here and when he entered this house he said that I pray your children know what to carry. That is all he said. See, that is only prayer I'm praying for your children. Because the means to mix the anointing and the partition is to mix what your father carries. All the people that rebelled against Moses, God opened the earth and buried them. They mix what Moses carried. Even his sister Miriam and his brother Aaron. Now, Aaron came to the ministry because of Moses. If Moses accepted God to go straight, Aaron would have come. So as a result of me being afraid to go to a, a, what you call it, Pharaoh, that made God call you. Do you know the Moses, the stamina get to Pharaoh, he didn't need Aaron again. Yeah. The man went there and said, let my people go. Wow. God was telling him, when he was contented with God, I cannot speak. God said, who has created math? God asked him, who has created math? Whether you like it or not. Hallelujah whether you believe it or not whether you like it or not god can never do anything on earth without a man the proof of his presence is time the proof of you and your boyfriend can sit and talk until 1 a.m you don't want to spend time with god you can't do evangelism and that is why because his presence eliminates weakness once you come to god's presence your weakness will die it's a major point i'm going to make but let me tell you something. In his presence, the only place your weakness dies is God's presence. Now watch this. Watch this. If you don't want to stay in the presence, how will your weakness die? So look at what he said. They that wait upon me. Not they that are in hurry to go. So hear this. If you come and God has not come, wait. What do you mean by if you come and God has not come? If you have not sensed the presence you desire, wait until he shows up. Amen. The price of his presence is time. The price of this beautiful dress is money. The price of these nice glasses is money. But the price of his presence is time. So, when you spend time in his presence, God knows you are paying something. And it makes him come around. So, Azusa Reviver, there was a time, one of the greatest miracles that came that made God multiply five loaves and two fishes is that people were there for three days. Wow. Jesus came and said that they'll stay with me for three days. No bathing. Now, do you know something? Ah, 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 ah. In his presence, you don't smell. Yeah. Three days, none of them were bathing. But because of the presence, they've forgotten their bathing. They've forgotten they've not perfumed. The presence sanctified them. The presence cleansed them. That three days they were there in the wilderness. Day and night, Jesus was preaching. 
you are the only one who is in hurry to leave his presence one day we had a program and I, uh, one of the first things last year when we finished then pastor martin and terry Dems, we have shared the benediction do you remember some of them time it happened and they were playing songs and people were dancing and the people and mommy came to say hey another service is going on do you know why presence now the people in his presence you will not be in hurry to go anybody that there is a presence yeah listen to me listen to me let me tell you this there are times i'm going to preach i'm coming to preach and once i take the microphone i feel like weary but at that time i can't stop and go and weary but by the time i preach two minutes we will leave in his presence there are things god can hold all kinds of things you can feel weak until you take the microphone that is why sometimes people are people are shocked about how we can preach for 100 days no matter how weak i am once i take the microphone the presence comes the weakness dies You are the only one who doesn't like his presence. That is why I'm telling you, thank God. Maybe, maybe the online is made for people in America. It's made for people in Europe, far away. But you can't live in Ghana. You can't live in Accra. You cannot live in Miocho. You cannot live in Pram Pram. Tema. And you are watching online. You don't want to pay price for his presence. He said, forsake not assemblies of your gathering. Because in his presence, eh, one, your focus will be corrected. In his presence, the price for his presence is time. I want to show you another thing. The price for his presence. Anytime the devil wants to stop you from coming to your presence, he has stolen something major from you. David said, I didn't want to go to church. I was just feeling bad. But somebody forced me. But after benediction, I said, I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go into his, the house of the Lord. He said, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. So the reason you are always sad is that the presence is not there. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And when you come to the presence, at the right hand of his presence, there are pleasures forevermore. God will give you the things that you desire. Presence, 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 presence. I love God's presence. I cannot compare anything to that. We will never stand, we'll be standing where we are standing without his presence. I love God's presence. I love it so much that when I don't care how powerful the meeting is. If there is no presence, I don't want to come there again. We go to conferences. No. I want to preach in a church. I told the pastor, thank God, everything is elegance, but the presence is too low. You have to pray for God's presence. I told him, I said, I struggle to preach here. And because of the way I struggle to preach here, it means that something is fighting his presence. You cannot afford to live in that kind of beautiful house without God's presence. Your roof will be a center meeting place of witchcraft. Things will come around. Occultic people around you will launch missiles. Your children will be shouting at midnight because of lack of the presence. You and your wife will be fighting every day. Amen? When the presence of God comes, you don't get offended easily. It's very difficult for them to. They will do things to offend you, but you cannot get offended. Do you know why Jesus never get offended? He carried the presence of God. I'm teaching. Hallelujah to Jesus. No. Your spiritual life. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking. Not forsaking. Not forsaking. That is why I am amazed about those who sleep in his presence. I am just amazed. I'm just amazed. Other people were in crusade for three days. They never got tired. 
you come to the presence of God. And those people who sleep in chair, they don't sleep at all. A denier. They can watch TV from chair to chair. When they come to chair, they are sleeping. Wow. Watch this. Not forsaking the assemblies of yourselves together. Not forsaking the assembly of yourself. Not forsaking the assembling of yourself together as the man of some NIV version. Oh my goodness. I love this one. I love this one. Uh, let us not give up meeting together. Shouldn't give up. So, so for us, we come to 17 days and we keep coming and coming and coming and coming. More meetings, more power. More meetings, more glory. More meetings, more strength. More meetings, more power. Let us not give up meeting together. Uh, as some are in the habit of doing New Living Translation, watch this. Wow, I love this one. And let us not neglect our meeting together. Please don't neglect it. It will help you. You will need it at the time the devil launches stupid attack. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Glory be to Jesus in the highest. And let us not neglect meeting together. Message Bible. Not avoiding worshiping together as some do. Don't avoid worship together with the believers. Don't do that. Amen. Come to church. It will save your life. I'm talking to somebody here today. Psalm 84 verse 2. My soul longed for the year, even fainted for the court of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. My soul, my soul longed for thee. This thing has graduated from the flesh to the soulish level. Me cry as she as the deer panteth for the water brooks, my soul pant after thee. I cannot catch it out of you. I told you, your father, Prophet Nana, I am God greedy. I am not a greedy person naturally. And I don't look at anything anybody has. But I am God greedy. I cannot have enough of him. Hallelujah. My soul longed for thee. Yea, even fainted for the court of my God. I love these people who has a desire for his presence. Amen. Mm. Mm. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse number 29 Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse number 29 listen to what Moses said to the desert baby Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 29 but if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God thou shalt find him if thou seek him with all your heart and with all your soul from today if you seek the Lord you will do what? You will find him. So the the, 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 the the price of his presence is time. Those that don't seek him, they don't find him. Don't sit down and trust that God will come to you. You have to seek him. God will not just walk and come to you. I don't know why God, I, I don't know why these days, I don't know why God's presence doesn't come. Have you, have, have you seek him? He said, they that seek me, they will find me. You draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. So the speed at which you are coming will determine the speed that will meet you. The speed at which you are coming will determine the speed that will meet you. You draw near unto me and I will draw near. If you go back, I will go back. I am not looking for anybody. You seek me. They that seek the Lord, they will find him. So seek the Lord. The price of his presence is time. Seek the Lord and you will find him. Are you learning something here? Presence of God is what makes difference in the life of people. My goodness, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you the difference between the essential 
and the non-essential issues of life when we are in his presence what is essential what is what is not essential it is in the present that you find those things hallelujah to jesus christ you can only change when the holy spirit is talking is is, is talking into your life you can only change when the holy ghost is talking into your life so when you come to church we prophesy when you come to church we speak into your life when you come to church we preach the word of god that is the only place you can change so you can only change when the holy ghost is speaking into your life because change comes by his presence person that brings change it's not because you walk to church you can come to church for 100 years and you won't change can go to church for all your life and nothing will happen to you somebody can be in church after born again for one man and his christian life will be more quality than you who have stayed there for 10 years and gossip until you have become a, a, a heavyweight champion in gossip that is why some people can be born again can, can, can you imagine apostle paul was converted three days he did three days dry fasting after that he started preaching after three days he started preaching after three days he started preaching three days paul was on fire for jesus christ wow total transformation has happened to that apostle of god thank you jesus may the presence of god change somebody's destiny here today may his presence reverse a lot of things in your life i say may his presence change your focus ah the presence of god creates a different reaction to different people the presence of god creates a different reaction to different people what some people love others hate are you getting it hmm. okay let me show you something <laughs> i say what some people love others hate so it creates different reactions have you seen that when we come to church sometimes we are worshiping somebody is crying somebody has nailed down somebody has lied down pottery somebody is also applying left shine <laughs> His presence creates different things to different people. So when the presence comes, we can check what is inside you. And let me tell you something. If there is a generation that don't respect God's presence, it's this generation. I love a Pentecostal church. They honor God's presence and when there is worship, they block the gate can come inside since you are not respecting god enough to come to church early to worship and this one has come then don't distract the person if you love god's presence you will not answer a call in church oh. nobody might charge you but god weighs actions mm. listen to this girl before the arrival of the Pentecost, in the dispensation of the Lord, the presence of God there, which is called the Holy of Holies, only one person is permitted to go there. Went there. And that priest, a little mistake he made there, causing death. God has not changed. We will still die, but our dying will be slow. Death is instant. They put a chain in their neck and they pull them. Even back and his phones don't go there. 
see God's presence and the certain I don't even mind you getting the call and putting the phone in your pocket and stepping outside but sometimes whilst you are in church preaching somebody has a call then another hello 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 and preaching is going on and when you are sick why should God heal you why should God heal you God is a God of knowledge and by him actions are away can you go to the shrine of a fetish priest and answer God where did we get this thing from because of your little car your little money your little den some people are in church when worship is going on they sit down and cross their leg one day i was in church and i was tired there was a conference and there was pastors and i was sitting there and some some choir was ministering and i was just enjoying it and i sit down and the lord told me you are dishonoring my presence worship and you have crossed your leg i asked forgiveness and nailed down because god doesn't speak to you 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 don't even know what you are wrong or right and some of you god has stopped correcting you listen your focus determine how you feel it's a mismark for some songs to be lifted and you have crossed your leg and you are drinking juice that juice it to become a poison because you are dishonoring his presence telling you learn those things God is a God of knowledge the priests have to go to the Holy of Holies and there are protocol to God's presence he said I will enter his gate with thanksgiving I will enter his court with praise so for the gate to open thanksgiving by the time we get to the court praises must start it. I will sing this is the day the Lord has made watch this let's be careful 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 don't sit in church and when preaching is going you are chewing gum something is going to happen to you and no prayer will reverse it there is a reason we pray for people and god doesn't answer because they've dishonored him he said if i'm a father where is my honor that is what god said go to the book of malachi as a son honors his father and he said, if, if, if I'm a father, where is my honor? Like you are answering your boyfriend call in the presence of your creator. There's a generation that don't understand God. A generation that don't know God. A generation that don't understand the, the dealings and the moves of God. Their focuses are not corrected. They don't understand the things of God. Are you getting what I'm talking about? No, there are something you cannot just do in church. When God established the work and he established church and Jesus came to die, can you imagine when the day of Pentecost came, they were on their phone. Hey. Do you know what we are losing in this generation? Do you know some of the things that the devil has good? Phone is good. Everything is good. It depends on how you use it. Everything is good. Everything. Yeah. I used to sit down sometimes one hour. I was watching with preaching and, and flipping my Facebook. I had God audibly. He said, Do you know you have stayed on that thing for one hour? Could have spent time praying. Stop me. I'm telling you. My wife is here. My children are here. If you come and see me, I've flipped on television. I am listening to somebody preaching at that time. 
I have never listened to international news for almost three years. Maybe more than that. I don't sit down and listen to those things. I'm not saying don't do it. The kind of calling and the kind of price I must pay to stay tuned to his voice is part of the price. Hear this. You come to church. I pray to you about faith. You go and watch CNN. And they pump fear into you. How will you be able to walk faith? How? How would you be able to walk faith? Lies and exaggeration to put everybody in fear. Thank God for the media. But Satan has taken over there. That is where he preaches gospel. 100,000 people have died. 20 have died in Italy. This one has died in Italy. This one has died. Later, it's coming back that some of those news were exaggerated. It's coming back. Trying to put fear, preaching the fear. Lock people up in a room. Nothing has changed, but we have come back. What happened to our airlines? What happened to the economies of country? The thief coming out. I thought to steal. To kill. And to destroy. I have come that you have life. I have a, you, if you say you are a Christian, you better be a Christian. It is time for us to come back to God. Back to the Bible. Back to his presence. And stop being funny. And stop being some kind of people who God sees us that these guys are not serious with me. They are not serious. They are not serious with God. They are not serious with God. We only become serious when we are in trouble. Then we pretend we love him. You see somebody kneeling down in church. There's a sickness he's fighting. You see somebody crying in worship. There is something you want God to intervene. But remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the evil day comes. So whilst everything is okay. Serve God from your heart. Worship him. She will not even allow evil to happen to you. No. God told me last week. He said, anything that affects you affects me because I owe you. And that is why after the garden, after the car in the garden of Eden crashed, God himself came down to redeem us. Because we own him. Because, because he owns us. Whatever affects us affects him. So he took on flesh and came. So God is concerned about your dishonor, your disrespect for his presence, your lack some of you have never created a presence in your home. There should be a place you stand to pray. There should be a place you worship. You must have a corner somewhere that becomes an altar. Everybody, I cannot wait for us to get there. But there are different altars should be in your house. When you come to church and there's an offering time, you have activated your altar of sacrifice. When there's prayer time, you have activated your altar of prayer. So different altars happen in church depending on your response. And they build an altar unto the Lord. They build an altar unto the Lord. I want to encourage you that attitude is everything. Your attitude determines where you end. Change your attitude when you come to God's presence. And sometimes the devil will call you and tempt you to pick a phone and go outside. When God is about to speak to you. There are several times I've given prophecy and mentioned people's name. 
and somebody say i've called somebody's wife and i say god says i should pray for your husband and we are looking for the man you, you look at him and say i went to the restroom that is the only excuse you can give but most time it's not restroom i have never heard anybody say i went to buy juice i went to buy kelewele or i went to buy egg because when you say you went to restroom nobody can hold it. but most time it's not the restroom it is the fact that you know one day i will show you a spirit that doesn't want you to stay in god's presence it's called the spirit of distraction when you come to church it will find a way for you to move outside somewhere and not concentrate on what god is doing with your life listen in his presence your weakness will die so if you don't come to god's presence your weakness stay intact finally i want to give you this point if you don't mind it is possible to be in the presence of god and not change it is possible to be in the presence of god and not change even though his presence is supposed to change you it is possible to be in the presence of god and not change men fail because of the words they speak men fail because of the word they speak <laughs> ah, are you with me or you are you are you are off access is always a test that produces <laughs> a portrait form of what character it is possible to be in his presence and not change <clears throat> it is possible let me say this look at me how do i know that lucifer was right in the presence of god and rebel it is possible to be in his presence and not change lucifer was in the presence of god and rebel and he was fired down from heaven I am I am shocked about any time I read it. How can you become corrupt in the midst of perfection? Everything. 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 Quite master with instruments inside him. He was always in God's presence. He was in presence. It is possible to be in his presence and not change. Because change is a decision you have to make. I am I am I I have decided that this is the way things are going. It is possible to be in his presence and not change. It is possible to come to church and not change. I pray for you that during these 70 days fasting, the presence will change you. As you come to the presence of God, your weakness will die. That is why people can come to church. They used to be immoral, fornicators, but with time they change. What change them? The presence. They preach, they pick the word of God, they start crying. You see the glory come. You see, right? you can change until you become amazed about yourself. Presence. Presence. I love his presence hallelujah <laughs> there, there is something about the person when is when when you know his person you are addicted to his person worship does something to you huh? you will lift your hands and start shaking your head something is penetrating in the inside of you you cannot handle it that's why some people lie down portrait when there's worship that something is moving inside them it is possible to be in his presence and not change receive grace to change i said receive grace to change and also, for, if you cannot change in his presence, what about his absence? The price for his presence is time. It's possible to be in the presence of God and not change. You can be here and still fornicate, adultery, chase, steal, and that. You can live in the presence of God and still have negative addiction, fornication, immorality, addiction, lesbian, what, 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 what do you call it? Masturbation, pornography. All this thing must be able to die during this 70 days fasting. Think about it. What's awful? God will put himself in a position that we can't blame him. 
Assuming the women are more than us, we have a case. But he made sure there are more women. Just in place, some are even polygamous. Some will still get some to marry. It is your excuse. In his presence, your focus will be corrected. You can't change God's order. The only the manufacturer can tell what the product can do. A product you don't know itself is the manufacturer that tells the function of the product. So only God can tell your function. If God says function this way and you say you are functioning this way, you have declared death sentence on yourself. Presence. One lady told me I was on some drugs until I started your ministry. I joined the 100 days fasting and I saw that the symptoms were not in my body. He said, One day, when you asked us to do dry fasting, I did it because of that I couldn't take my medicine. And when I finished the fasting, I forgot to also take it for 10 days, the next five days. So, 10 days I've not taken it. I am not supposed to live one day without that medicine. And I realized that, hey, then one day, I don't know whether it's husband or somebody reminded me, you have not been taking the medicine. And I realized that it was then 13 days. Then, he said, hey, take it, take it. Then he said, I went online and he started preaching faith. I went to the hospital. The doctor said, you are here. <laughs> Did the test and he said, what happened to you? What happened to you? You see, in order for her not to doubt, God took his mind mm. from something. Mm. Heal her so that you won't doubt God. Do you know why you dream a lot? Because of your doubt. The reason God can give you vision is that when you see vision, you doubt. So he, he has to give you a word when your, your body is suspended. Instead of seeing vision, you dream. A generation of so much distraction that God doesn't give us visions. And let's dream. The purpose of a dream is that in order not to doubt, he give it to your spirit when your body is suspended. A vision is when everything is on. And you are cut off from the natural. You get this, there's something we call open vision and closed vision. Closed vision is close to a dream. But it's not when you are asleep. You can bow down and within a short time you fall into sleep. Five minutes, God gives you a vision. Open vision is a yageni fili fili and you are seen through the spirit. Your sons and daughters will see visions. And your old men will dream dream. May your spirit come alive. It is possible to be in his presence and not change, but from today, may you experience change. May you experience change. Honey, 70 days, every day, every day that we come, we are in his presence. Every day that we come, we are enjoying his presence. Every day that we come to the 70 days of fasting, we are encountering the presence of the Lord. People's weakness are dying. People are encountering the supernatural. Different things are happening to people. Finally, humility is necessary in entering his presence. Stand to your feet. Humility is necessary in entering into his presence. What is necessary in entering into his presence? is necessary. What you respect, you will attract. What you respect, you will attract. You cannot disrespect people and still attract them. What you respect, you attract. Humility is what? Necessary. Necessary to what? Enter into what? His presence. So you want to enter God's presence, humility.
come, listen to what he said. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves first. The reason is that God cannot use a proud man. And God cannot use a proud woman. He detests and hates pride. To the extent that he doesn't send the devil to deal with the proud person. He himself comes to stand in his throne. God resists the pride. So when you are proud, God doesn't send the devil. He himself comes to deal with you. Humility, humility is what? Necessary to do what? So it's an uncompromising requirement to come to his presence. So, then you are on your knees. <laughs> then you are on your knees. Adum, Adum, then you lie pottery. Now hear this. I am amazed about you. Look at the kind of church you have that you find it difficult to lie down. We used to lie down when the place was sand. Fellowship, yet the fem and you go. Look at the kind of church you have. The burn what that was When did you lie down to worship? When did you nail down and lift up your two hands? You are too big to nail down. The presence has left you. What are you talking about? I am the chief executive of Entakole Coco Company. Then I say, okay. Hey, be any There be in the dead of rough rough sir. At pearls. Eighteen current gold. They found koto fem. They be, they be. So me da wana me stretch ya. Me wake in ba be gumenim. E gumenim a e be say. Because I'mu take it time and say no mu ye mitino. Me pesa me say no. Until upa chema, upa so that you are conscious of yourself than God. How can He touch you? Consciousness of yourself, protecting your dress. What gives you access to his presence? The joy. Oh, I read my minister saying that it's a four year. My minister saying that we're doing a year. We're having strength. My Pentecost journey ended with me. A bit of a Pentecost journey, a woo. Pentecost journey, a doom, a doom. Yeah, yeah, fast. You know, did the end? Did you know a diatraso? You are too conscious of yourself. Please. Conscious of yourself. As of you are conscious of your if you feel crown to me, Papa. Because makeups in the best say. Ah! Too much of it, yeah. Not some of our kind of a prophet, and not the other guy. And I mean, makeups in your own. Makeup is in your paper. Right here. Anytime I go to funeral and I had opportunity to go to the cemetery 
and they are saying that this man is a wealthy man because can he be a year Granites. <laughs> For his man, she's already faithful. We are telling us that so show Uniano. Uma minyano mumma. Now here in Yamia Yawa. Ubit me in my majesty Yamia Humopo. Let us wait. A class of man. Praise the Lord for you. Nobody in my family thought I would come to where I am. The humility is necessary in this person. Mini Akitua will occupy preparatory school. Wait. Coco Research Institute, Tafo. Oshanoa boarding house. Let me call LA Primary. Akimo Dabremu LA Primary. I heard I'm called school. Mini Babetra. Even if you have lost something, God is a reason you have not lost everything. Yes, sir. I sit Singing in a choir is a privilege. Yes, sir. And Kabe then I will say no one in a choir. Show me your mouth. Enya ma wode. Asafarasina wode. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. 
For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.